Awesome. So today I am joined by one third of the band Shade Ray. Cara, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good, thank you, Storm. Yeah, doing okay. Awesome. Yeah. How's the weather there in London? It is uh, a bright grey and there are some nice autumny colours to enjoy. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking for the positive in our London weather today. (laughs) Nice. Lots of creative vibes to feed your soul today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So obviously because of the whole coronavirus, um, I had been messaging with you and the band, but because of London COVID rules, you guys can't actually come together, can you? Together, I know, and this has been a problem for us (laughs) in so many ways. (laughs) Oh, no. But but yes, uh, we we are currently on uh, sort of London restrictions. So, yeah, there was no way of being together, unfortunately. So I have been, I'm Des, I'm designated uh, speaker today. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, I'm glad that I was able to get hold of you guys anyway. Um, I did play your new track, Emperor, last week on the show, and I did mention that I was on a mission to get you guys um, at least onto the phone for an interview at the very least. Um, That's great. Well, mission complete. (laughs) (laughs) So in terms of, I mean, I've done quite a few interviews recently with local Somerset musicians and talked about coronavirus and how it's been affecting them and the whole music scene. But how is that reflecting um, over in London? Because it seems that you guys have stricter rules because London is so densely populated. Um, And how is that affecting you guys trying to make music, trying to get together? Um, How's that affecting the general music scene? What's the vibe like? The vibe. Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be too much of a downer, but <laughs> across the, across most of the musicians, the artists, and bands that I know personally, uh, the vibe is a little bit sort of, uh, sort of lost and definitely wistful for the uh, for the gigging days. Um, but uh, there has also been some very creative handling of of ways to meander back together and find mm. new ways to make music and write music um which have been kind of intriguing if not yeah. always successful challenging um, and intriguing i presume <laughs> yeah well there's like a lot of uh, a lot of online music making stuff that we've sort of tinkered with mm. uh, but really it just the, the main good outcome, I would say, is that we've all become our own uh, music producers. When I say all, I just mean me, Kaya, and Beth. <laughs> we've just, um, we've sort of uh, managed to learn quite a lot about our home recordings and record and write sort of kind of layering up um, mm. in our own homes. And um, uh, we've all kind of improved our home recording setups a little bit. And so it's kind of nice to be able to be sort of independent independently yeah, making recordings. Yeah, so so there's been some real upsides. We made a few live videos um, across Zoom and, uh, yeah, it's That's just cool. been a funny old time, right? Yeah, really, it seems to be quite a, um, a, a popular trend with musicians at the moment that they're realising just how bad their social media game has been and now lockdown's oh. hit and they're like, oh my gosh, I like need to put way more time into this. Do you think yeah, you've had the same true. thing? Um, I would say that uh, we have increasingly, and I don't know whether that's because of 
everyone else doing the same thing and we're just kind of mimicking what we see uh, or if this is like a little bit of a, a personal journey in terms of our band but we we definitely um were a bit sort of shyer and more selective about what we posted mm. online when we first started and now we just sort of like we want to, it not to be too like emotionally invested because social media is just a a, a platform for yeah. us it's not um it's not the music it's not the the soul part yeah but uh so we're just yeah we're getting used to sort of just cheeky uh carefree little posts along the way and definitely that is more frequent I would say and I've seen it happen like you say just with a lot of bands everybody's just sort of well we've got more time and uh you can get really creative with that stuff um if you've got a little bit of time yeah yeah Oh, well, I mean, you know what? It makes me so, so gutted, obviously, coronavirus, um, the amount of gigs that I had tickets for this year that have not happened, um, yeah. gigs that have been moved to next year, and I'm still not hopeful that they're going to happen. Um, it's it's just a bit much, really. Um, but yeah. before we delve into shows and gigs that you guys are meant to have been playing, um, I've got to ask, why did you change the name from Marine to Shade Ray? <laughs> I feel... Uh, Maybe not a million dollar question, but it does feel like a kind of... <laughs> a heavy special. one. Yeah. Um, well, there's a couple of answers, um, a couple of truths about it. But, um, well, we we were a four-piece originally, which is probably how you saw oh, it. Oh, yes. All those years ago. Um, and uh, And just before just kind of after actually sorry we released our debut album uh one of our one of our members just had an amazing opportunity with her um her independent business mm. and so we became a three piece and uh it meant some like kind of it was quite fun and it refreshed our love um of our songs just to mm. sort of tinker about and change and fill the space where this sort of uh, another guitarist, another voice would usually be. So we played with samples, spoken word. We um, we got really creative with backing vocals, um, which just ended up being like a summer of like lunches, dinners, and walks together. It Aww. ended up like being a real bonding process, uh, trying to figure out these new sounds and stuff. Um, so it felt, I wouldn't say like a different band, but I, it felt like a new spiritual was, journey. Yeah, a new chapter. Yeah. And, um, uh, so that's one version. And then, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like another slightly more sort of flat <laughs> commercial version. And and this is true too, equally as true, is that nobody could ever find us. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are so right. I remember I saw you guys play. <laughs> For the life of me, I cannot remember the venue, but it was in Bath. Um, and I bought your EP and I was like, oh, my God, these girls are amazing. The tribal drumming, the harmony and the voices. I was like mesmerized. Um, and I think I even did a write up about you guys back in the day because I had an online magazine. And um I was just raving about you guys, and then I tried to find you. Now, if you search Marine on YouTube, you get Marines. If you search Marine Band, you get Marines that are playing band equipment. And I was like, how do I find them? And then I had to find you on Facebook to then find the link to you on YouTube to actually find you. It was such a roundabout. So familiar. <laughs> I, I'm like, 
I feel so like um, I feel so validated every time I have this conversation with somebody because <laughs> actually we had like a couple of slightly sort of invested fans in terms of the name yeah. that were like I guess there's just like a moment of hey whoa why the change yeah. um, for people that have followed you and maybe like bought your merchandise and sort of come to your shows and stuff um, and and. We said they were like, why the change? And we were like, oh, because we're so hard to find. And every single person we've spoken to has been like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah. I really and, I mean, I've you. had that moment with bands before <laughs> when they've changed the band name and I'm like, why have you done that? But when <laughs> yeah, you guys I've did it, it, I was like, too. oh, thank God I can find you now. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? <laughs> that's great to hear. But, but yeah, it was just nonstop tubers and guns. Like, we just kept getting tagged in like really weird things military guys just like with rifles and And just walking with like those big band drums as well i remember searching marine band and then you'd get creative like m space a space r space like come on where are you yeah so we wanted some less uh creative more literal googling for people just to make it easy and um and since this single release emperor um we are the top hit and we were so happy like we just had we had a little like a sort of virtual band tag about it because it was just so nice to be searchable for one i love the track i absolutely love it but we will get to talking about the track in a bit um yeah, so that's awesome. I am happy that you guys are feeling spiritually renewed. Um, mm-hmm. I love that I can now find you on platforms <laughs> um, and right. YouTube. But also, when you changed the name, like I hadn't heard anything on social media from you guys for a while. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, we're called Shade Ray. And I think I first saw it, was it last month or the beginning of this month? Yeah. And I was playing one of your Marine tracks on my show. And I was like, they've changed the name. I expect new music will come. And um, and yeah, there was. And literally, I think it was like two days before you released Emperor, I saw a post on Facebook um, that that was coming out. But you guys have been fairly quiet and not really explaining much about the name change on, on social media. And then, bam, there was a new single. But I love it. You guys are back out there and actually popping up on my Facebook again. So that definitely oh, makes me happy. I'm glad. I'm so glad. And it's funny to hear it from your side because, yeah, still was accidental for sure like uh we definitely wanted to announce everything at the same time and like the lockdown stuff has just just pushed back all of the things we thought were going to happen to a later date um and we we made the ep that we're releasing uh which emperor is the first track off the new ep um and and we're just so we're just so proud of it we're so excited about it but we haven't uh, we were actually kind of waiting a little bit to be able to announce a string of gigs, which, of course, yeah. was a bit optimistic. And, um, yeah, so so now it's just a case of let's just get this out there while we're excited. And we're also we're writing new music. And so it's just we're keeping ourselves in our current mood and mind space yeah. as much as we can. Uh, so, yeah, so that's why it's a little bit uh, slower on the release. And we've got a, a publishing deal just before lockdown. So we've been in touch a little bit, just cooking up ways of releasing oh, things. Wow. Yeah, so and she's great. She's a really great in, independent um, 
label. Uh, publishing company. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of a label. And she has a really strong ethos and she supports female artists. And uh, so we've been, yeah, just sort of... Oh, that makes me so happy, though, because after not seeing anything from you guys for some time, that really does fill my heart with all the love and happy vibes. Oh, before I do forget, if there is any OG Marine T-shirts knocking about, please let me know. I will buy. I would love to own an OG Marine T-shirt, even though you guys have changed your name, because I've loved you guys for like eight years. So, I mean, come on. I'm so pleased. Um, yeah, making me smile, blush a little bit, and smile. Oh, and I, um, <laughs> I have, I have actually got one left, a hand painted uh, vintage marine tea, and I did actually think how cool it would be to sort of make the people that own the marine merchandise somewhat VIP, uh, you know. But in a, in a way, I don't know what the industry or the gig scene will look like. But when it does, I'm sure we'll come up with a way to uh, Get us all reward together. our truth. <laughs> yeah, our hardcore fans. Well, if I can purchase that T-shirt, I will be forever happy and I have like a t-shirt addiction as well it's not it's not just a thing like I literally your obsession yes but it's a it's a beautiful obsession I have so many band t-shirts and I always say on my show when you go to a live gig if you like the music buy the merchandise always you know and people are like oh I don't own CDs anymore I'm like my CDs are all EPs from gigs that I go to you know if you like that's a band awesome. buy their stuff that's what helps yeah. them you know yeah yeah and also those like early gigs when you go to gigs before a band has got a little bit bigger exactly. those, those merchandise pieces they just become really special and I, I agree I love a t-shirt because I feel like I'm supporting them more obviously since music became digitalized like mm-hmm. I feel like supporting them more with that um, yes and also know. there's just something so nice about owning an EP yes I'll buy it I'll take it home put it on my laptop and then it will go on my phone or I'll just use <laughs> Spotify that's fine but there's something special about owning it um mm-hmm. you know it is, it's a it's a souvenir right it's exactly the, it's the gift shop of the of the gig yes <laughs> exactly um I mean I don't know if you no lion face she was like she was like a bristol artist but she's completely reinvented herself at the beginning of lockdown um and yeah she's now called sestra not important but basically i have i think two eps of hers that i bought about 10 years ago that she signed and i'm like i still love them they're like kept in like a big wooden chest in our spare room with all my eps and you know it's treasures isn't it you've got to appreciate it anyway I am. I am. That's a great music <laughs> fan. I love it. You're such a good supporter of Stop music. Stop it! Now you're making me blush. And curator. And curator. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, let's get down into the track Emperor. So, Emperor, you say is the first track on an EP that is coming out. Do you want to tell me a bit more about this EP? Tell me about the track Emperor. Um, well, I kind of covered it a little bit already in terms of like the overall EP is kind of, it was, it's a way of bringing together our influences, but also sort of, like I said, negotiating our new trio formation, which meant that like, yeah, we introduced some new elements, which we're really like excited about. I've always wanted to do a little bit of spoken word because I love writing and, mm. um, uh, there's a tiny bit of brass, which both uh, oh, nice. Beth and I are 
experimenting with. Uh, but we'll leave like <laughs> more of that information for maybe the release. When it comes out. No, that's fair yeah. enough. How many tracks are on the EP though? Can you tell me that? So just four okay but i think uh, we're we're really happy with it so hopefully four good ones um honestly and then... i will take it i haven't seen like <laughs> new music from you guys with so much like emperors so much high vibrational energies in it i love it i cannot wait to hear what is on these other three tracks so oh, i will take so those nice. four tracks smiling <laughs> Well, Emperor is definitely this, like, definitely, like you say, very bright, very, um, we kind of feel that it's quite like a sunny track compared to some of our previous recordings, which are kind of dark and stormy, but not that that stuff is no no longer there, but it's quite nice as a Mm. fresh start. Yeah. And and it's like the riff uh, that is running through the song is kind of in my head is like came from listening to a lot of like sort of 60s girl groups which I have always been obsessed with but I think I had a particular phase where I listened to nothing but uh (laughs) you know the Ronettes and uh Wendy Rain and um and I just think that there are really there are very few genres of music that have better backing vocals than Mm. those like 60s girl groups and rock steady. So I, every now and then, if I'm like trying to put together backing vocals in my head, um, just draw back the inspiration. Yeah, that's amazing. So there's a bit of that in Emperor, so it makes it maybe a little bit different uh, to uh, other stuff. So it's a nice, a nice one for a fresh, a fresh beginning. Yeah. Yeah, well, I love it. And you really hit the nail on the head there with um, the backing vocals. That is one thing that. I mean, I just, I remember, gosh, what was the name of that venue I saw you in? It's going to drive me nuts all day. Was it James's Wine Vault? Yes! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Cara, you're amazing. That was it. So I saw you in St. James' Wine Vault, and um, I was just completely in awe. The drumming, the har- the harmony in your voices, the, the backing vocals, everything was just so amazing. And I have loved you guys ever since. Um, and you oh, really hit the nail on the head there. Where you drawing that inspiration? I, I don't know all those musicians and bands, but my God, do I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very, very pleased to hear that. Um, yeah, the the Wine Vault gig, I really remember, actually, because uh, it was quite busy, wasn't it? I mean, it's a small yeah. venue, but it was pretty packed. And, uh, uh, yeah, Kaya and Beth are the best rhythm section. Uh, I just think they're the tightest, most wonderful, mm. creative rhythm section. And uh, when they really, like, sync up and everything's cooking, um, <laughs> I I always feel this, like, sort of, like, wildness because they're so uh anchored they're so sort of holding everything down so well that I feel like I can really sort of experiment with solos and feedback through the guitar and Mm. and wailing my head off and stuff so it was one (laughs) of those I remember really distinctly feeling like maybe I went too far (laughs) no went a bit too crazy and I played a bit too loud but I love I love it was amazing the whole energy uh, within the crowd with you guys on stage I just remember being like oh my god and actually you guys had two EPs on sale that night and I was really skinned it was just before payday and I think I just had five pounds on me and I was like I can only buy one and I think I came over and I was like out of the two which is the best one <laughs> what, and, um, did we tell you did we say which 
Oh, it's the one that had sirens on it. It's a crazy, colorful oh. one. And it was really hard to read the name of the tracks. So, oh, my um, handwriting. All that handwritten <laughs> EPs. Yeah, sorry. It, no, but it was awesome. I love the EP, so I'm not complaining at all. But yeah, it just um, had three tracks on it. Sirens is one of them. And... Um, I think I just managed to figure out that that one was called Sirens. And whenever I play the other ones on my radio show, I'm like, that is track two and that is track three because I have no idea what they're called. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's, Again, it's fine. Well, if you combine that with not being able to find our band's name. It's um, sort of consistent really with are. your brand then, isn't it, really? <laughs> We really have been going up against the current a little bit. And I think despite that, you are still doing amazing. <laughs> um, okay. Right. So um, the interview is now getting on a little bit. So I think oh, yeah, it would be sure. great if we close up by getting you to introduce the track Emperor. Okay. I would love to. Um, so we are Shade Ray and uh, this song is our new single, Emperor, and it's about uh, finding true love with someone before they get famous and not being convinced of their riches and their fancy new clothes. That is beautiful. Perfect. How did it end up this way? Gordy Emperor. Long time to grow 